Is that a breakup? I think we have a situation right here. Welcome to The Feeling Station, a podcast that touches on breakup stories that people would like to talk about with a view to give lessons that they learned from their experiences. We hope you find the stories entertaining, but more importantly, meaningful, given the lessons behind everything we're going to talk about today. Now, this is another special episode because I have a guest who's in the UK for a couple of days before they head back to the motherland. So thank you very much for taking some time to be part of this podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, you obviously don't have as much sunshine here as you do back home. I'm sorry, I can't do anything about that. That's fine. I I, <laughs> I don't mind the cold, to be honest. It's, oh, is it really? It's absolutely fine. Trust me, where I'm coming from, yeah. we're pushing 40 plus. 40 degrees. <laughs> yeah. So. And, and then you have Donald Trump telling you that global warming is not real. I know. Can you I imagine know. that? Yeah, he's another, <laughs> another conversation for oh, another day. All together, right? <laughs> don't even get me started on him. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for joining us. Um, uh, this podcast touches on relationship breaks down, uh, relationship breakdowns, uh, things that went wrong. But the most important thing about it is to give a lesson or lessons from what your experience was about. Now, in front of you, you got two names and you have to pick one of those. And the reason why you're picking one is everyone here is kept anonymous. So the name of the lady you are with will be kept anonymous. We'll anonymize it by using what you've just picked up. And go ahead and tell us what your name is, what the meaning is, and where it's from. <laughs> okay. Well, my name is Shani. <laughs> we want, we're trying to avoid your name. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, okay. that's not even my name. That's the name I picked. <laughs> is it, oh, read all the same you picked? Yeah, Fine. So right. that actually is the name of the lady that you were with. Right. So yeah. uh, we'll call her Shani. Yeah. And, and what does that mean? Wonderful woman hmm. in Swahili. Now, is that a good reflection of what she was to you? That's, that, I'd say yes, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah nice. I'd, I'd say yes. And I'll explain to you as we go Good. along why. Okay. We're going to delve into that. Now, I need to keep your name anonymous. So I've picked a name myself. Okay. And your name is Asani. Okay. Right? And that's what? another Swahili name. And that means rebellious. I can live with that. <laughs> now, are you a rebellious guy? That's That's an interesting question. I have rebelled against certain things that I find mm. as I've grown up are not consistent with my belief system okay so in that sense yes you are rebellious yes. yeah but um in every other sense i'm quite compliant to be honest okay so the name is befitting 50 50 50 50 and yeah. and also befitting of the lady that you're with as well yes, you absolutely. know the name that you picked up shani now what did you learn from the experience that you're going to talk about today what's the most important valuable lesson that you picked up people change and um, sometimes the person that when you when you start a relationship very very young, yeah, and you grow up together in the relationship, sometimes yeah. the person that you met is not the person that you leave. Mm-hmm. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. So, and this is specific. Um, 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 this is specific to young relationships relationships that are started in secondary school wow that's you know, really, that, that is really young that's really young and that's that's, that's is that where's your is that where you're, where you're started yeah that's where it started from so wow yeah now take me straight into it how did you guys meet well so um i went to a, a all boys school mm-hmm. you know in ghana and fortunately the sixth form science college mm-hmm. was mixed okay and um, that's where I met her. Um, but before I actually met her, before I met Shani, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had seen her 
walk in front of my house. Um, and when she she walked past my house that day, yeah. I was sitting in front of the house. I said, I'm going to marry that girl. Wow. I can still remember what she was wearing. She what was she wearing? She was wearing a jeans... Um, she was wearing a jeans dress. Yes. With a white um, top. Yes. On top of it. And I remember clearly, I could still see her walking past. I said, I'm going to marry that girl. Talk, I don't about, even... talk about first impressions lasting. You still remember that. Yeah, yeah. This girl was the love of my life. And um, I've never invested so much yeah. into a relationship or into any individual like I did with this person. So, yeah, so... Um, I happened to go to the, the school. We I joined the I, when I realized that she was also in the school and she was in the drama club. Hmm. I joined the drama club. <laughs> <laughs> Were you interested in drama at all? Um, before I, that point, before that, no, no. I didn't want anything to do the drama club. <laughs> Everybody else was playing football. Like, what are you doing uh, in the drama okay, club? Okay, like, okay. you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what's up. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, I went to the drama club and. I introduced myself to her. I became friendly with her. And then because the the girls were not, we, we were boarders. The boys mm -hmm. were boarders. But the girls, they leave. Day scholars. You know, you're day yeah. students. So I'd go and see her off to the bus stop after drama okay. classes, you know. Yeah. And that's how the relationship started. So like after school or like on holidays, when I come back, I'd go mm -hmm. and look for her at home. She didn't live far from my house. Were you about 16 at this point? But what age is that? Roughly? Yeah, we're looking, I, was about, I was about 16, 16 17 yes. okay, cool. when I met her, mm -hmm. you know, and um, wow, she was, she was some amazing girl. Everybody wanted her and I knew that everybody wanted her and that I, I always went, went, went for the girls who everybody wanted but couldn't have. She mm. was almost impossible to get because she was so principled. Yeah. So she was just so unattainable, you yeah, know? Yeah. There are some women who are just unattainable. So what is know? it that you had that made her say yes to you? What is it about you that she liked? I think she, one of the things I remember very clearly when we, I used to go and visit her is that she told me straight, she was like, I think you're really handsome. Oh, hello, yeah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I've put on a bit. It was yeah. just, I wasn't like this at all. Yeah. I was actually really handsome yeah. then, and I believe her. Yeah. You know, and she used to say it all the time that, mm. oh, she thinks I'm really handsome. And that, when she said that to me, I said, I've got a chance, man. I gotta yeah. get in this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I don't think I ever actually proposed to her. It was like, it just progressed. We were just hanging out all the time. We do stuff together. Yeah. It was... I say this in every episode. This has become the theme of every episode. Mm. I can't remember when guys stopped asking girls to be their girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know what's happened to that. Or maybe that's the new norm. You know, and maybe she just accepted that that's just the way things are. Yeah, yeah. So that's what happened with you. Yeah. It just, it just it flowed. It just flowed, yeah. Okay. I mean, when, when you genuinely like someone, mm -hmm. there shouldn't really be a point where you say, can you, you know, if you have to ask, yeah. it's not yours. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's, that's what I've learned. Every woman that yeah. I've been in a serious relationship with, yeah. I have never had to say, would you go out with me? Because when it starts, you know. You just know this is it. We're doing it. It's very interesting because yeah. I because I've I have a couple of friends who who fallen into the same trap mm. and they've made assumptions that this is my girlfriend and then when they've gone in for a kiss, she pulls back and says, "What are you doing?" Ah, that means they assumed wrong. You <laughs> need to calculate. You see, if you're doing things properly, you will know. You see, 
with with me, I don't go in if I know I'm going to be rejected. I won't even go near. So you test the waters, yeah. and then you look for the green lights, yes. and you proceed cautiously. Okay. Okay. Even so, if you have the green light, proceed. Cautiously. Yeah, proceed with caution because okay. women, you know, how women are sometimes it's a green light, but yeah. it's actually a red light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. they don't even know the signals. <laughs> 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 they are not sure. <laughs> So pre- always proceed with caution. Okay. Okay. Look for the green lights. But proceed with caution. Yeah. And if you go down that route, you don't really need to to ask the question no, because okay. because it's obvious. It's it's obvious. So you didn't propose, um, and then you go into the flow. Things are moving nicely. You guys are about seventeen. Mm-hmm. So um, early on in the relationship, we had yeah. a few challenges, mm-hmm. and I realized that she was a type of person who. How do I put this? She was on and off, as in one day, yeah, we're doing this, we're going out, you know, then the next day, mm, I'm not really sure yeah. if we should do this. You see what I mean? These are the things I'm talking about. Cool. I understand what you mean. Yeah. And, and and a proposal yeah. saying that you got, we don't have solved that problem. Okay, I see, I see. Okay. It would have probably made it worse because in her mind, her mom was some sort of super religious person yeah. who if she, she didn't want to admit to herself that she was actually going out with me. Do you get what I mean? I see. So by going directly and saying that we go out with me, yeah. it will prompt her to think, oh, I'm in a relationship. That's gotcha. illegal. No. Gotcha. But you go down the friend route, everything happens anyway. Gotcha. You don't lose anything. Do you gotcha. understand? So, um, so yeah, early on in the relationship, we had a few challenges and this was because of her on and off nature. Um, at some point, I realized that she was a bit not so much into me you know she would she would you know switch off or do something else or you know at some point she even told told me that oh you know what i'm not really like really interested we're too young you know mm-hmm. let's wait a bit mm-hmm. so i was like okay fine so i went and got myself another girlfriend mm-hmm. being the handsome guy it was exactly. easy for you to- <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then she heard about it and then mm-hmm. she came to my house and she's upset. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, oh, what am I hearing? Wow. You know, and the funny thing is, I was dating the same circle of friends. <laughs> so it was easy for word to get round yeah, very quickly quick, to her. Very, very quickly. Like, well, have you heard he's <laughs> now dating? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. No, I'll sort yeah. that out. <laughs> Remember, your name is Asani. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Asani's uh, yeah, you know, dating yeah. someone else. Mm. I'm like, wow. So she came to my house, came to ask me what's going on and mm. I said yeah but you, you weren't really interested in this yeah you know um, so I met someone else and mm. this new person I met I really really I was really into the girl she was actually older than me so when you compare the two who were you more into I was more into into the, Shani or no, into the, the new the one really I was actually more into her because okay. this one was Shani was more distant okay um, she doesn't she had she had connection issues like her 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 father was killed um, in a military coup when she was very very young so she never actually had a a father figure in her life so um, emotionally she always lacked that ability to connect I don't know you know with me and this other girl had that full family life she knows about hugs and cuddles and kissing and Mm. she was just everything that a guy could want okay. at that point in my life. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, she went to America. Oh, okay. She went to school in the States and um, we stayed in touch for about three, four, five months and then all of a sudden... Bang, off the radar. Off the radar, silence and um, struggled to get hold of her. 
And Shani was still on the scene. She had never really mm. left. She mm-hmm. was just upset that I had mm-hmm. found someone else. Mm-hmm. So I started visiting her again. Mm. Well, um, was she receptive to your... Yeah, she was. Oh, she, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I told her that, listen, you know I have a girlfriend in America now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it didn't make any difference. Yeah. To be honest, she yeah. just shrugged it off mm-hmm. and proceeded business as usual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, we, we continued our relationship. And besides, the girl in America had... Had stopped responding to me. Yeah. Later on down the line, I found out that she had also met some white guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, right. So, fast forward. Um, I finished university um, and came to the good old United Kingdom. I was about 20, 25 when I came. Mm-hmm. Um, and she joined me later on. Mm-hmm. as a student and um we 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 you know we, we we started like living together not officially but you know on and off boyfriend we just continued from where we left off yeah. you know she was working trying to raise money to kind of pay her yeah. um her, her school fees and i was also supporting her because i was working full time you know at the, at, at the time so i supported her to raise money to you know continue her education and everything mm-hmm. and um during that time, she got pregnant. Okay. So, um, for me, when she got pregnant, there was no question. There was absolutely no question about whether we were going to keep it or not because oh, yeah. I, I always loved her. Mm. Um, it wasn't actually the first time she had gotten pregnant, to be honest. Um, she'd actually gotten pregnant before mm. and we had you know, decided not to carry it forward. Mm. But with this time, I thought, you know what? We're both adults we're working, we can do this. And we decided to proceed. So she went back to Ghana. We did the whole traditional marriage thing. And um, she came back. When she came back, we're fully fully married. Husband and wife. Yeah, husband and wife. Um, Now, the problems we started having started after this period because this is where some of the, my, um, how do I put this? My... uh, my indiscretions when I was in university. I had a lot of fun when I was in university in Ghana. Mm. You know, we were in two, she was in the University of Science and Technology mm. in um, Kumasi and I was in Accra. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I had fun. <laughs> I had fun. Yeah. Right. And some of these girls, they just wouldn't let go. <laughs> they, <laughs> they all knew that I had a girlfriend, serious girlfriend, who was in the other university, but they yeah. just kept, they just wouldn't let me be. Even after I'd left campus and, I, and I'd come to London, you know, one of them would call, one of them was in London as well, actually, and she would call my house phone, right? And then when my wife picks up the phone, she just drop it. And then one of them called... Yeah. Yeah. And then this is where this is this is where our relationship started going downhill. Mm-hmm. After one of my ex, um, mm-hmm. I don't even know uni, what to call them. Uni, ex uni my teams. uni escapades yeah, yeah, yeah. called in and told her that listen, when I was in uni with your your husband, we were together. We did this and that and that. She told my wife everything. everything. And at the point that we were, it's not like we were even in a relationship at that time. Like. I had I had kind of walked away from all of mm-hmm, that and like mm-hmm. started on a fresh, mm-hmm. you know. And she came back and told the girl everything. So one day I came back from work and she's sitting on the sofa and she's like, 
this person just called. And I was like, okay, why would she call you? Yeah, she said you and her were doing this and that and that and that and that, and she just, you know. So at that moment, the trust that she had always had for me... It's integrated. Yes, because up until that point, she had no clue mm. that I had not been entirely faithful. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'd say the root cause of my problems with this lady that I loved very, very dearly yeah. was actually me. Mm. It was me. If I, if I look back to where the nonsense actually started from, mm -hmm. it was me. So I got a question. Was it worth it at the time, now that you, you look back? Was it worth getting up to all that nonsense and being in the position you are now where you're not with her? No, it wasn't worth it. I could have, I could have saved myself a lot of pain, mm. but I was young. And although it wasn't worth it, I don't regret the things I did mm. at the time because, you know, when you're in, in uni and you're young, there are, some, there are some things that if you don't do at that point in your life, you grow up wanting you to do. Yeah, when you start doing them. In your 50s. Yeah, in your 50s. <laughs> Those are the uncles we see in the clubs. Thank you. Time to, you know, re recover <laughs> yeah, yeah, the things okay. that they should have done when yeah. they were 25. Yeah. So I have no regrets. Mm -hmm. I have no regrets. Although... I I I am um, I'm, I'm 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 really I I take responsibility for my actions. Okay, so I know that it is because of my behavior that the relationship started to disintegrate. Okay, so trust was lost, and then we started down on a trajectory, you know, where the next thing that happened was once the trust was gone, sexually, she started becoming more and more distant of course, yeah. and unavailable. Yeah. So it would start with something like, don't touch my breast anymore. I don't like it. This is something that, I mean, we've been having sex for years. Like, mm. these are things that we always used to do. And all of a sudden, stop. Then um, don't go down on me anymore. Mm. I don't like it. And then she gradually stripped back everything that would be classed as foreplay mm. until our sex life essentially became stick it in, do what you need to do, come out. Okay. Now, at that point, too, I'd managed to get myself a nice little career as a choir director, believe mm -hmm. it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I used to play the drums, yes. bass, guitar, and I used to sing. But mm. singing was what, what I was really good at. So... Mm. Um, essentially, I was a choir director. Later on, a better director came, and he he made me like the lead singer, I, you know, of the of the choir. Mm. Um, and um, we went. I, I <laughs> how do I even start this? So, right. So look at it this way: we got to a point where we we stopped having sex yeah. for two and a half years. Right. How did you cope? I need to ask this question. Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, these are candid conversations. How did you, you cope? You, you know, I, I didn't. I didn't, didn't. So for two mm. and a half years, you know, um, I had to do certain things to take the edge off every now and again, if you know what I mean. No, okay, I, don't. I don't want to spell it out. Oh, well, you know. I think I can sort of read in between the lines. Exactly. Okay, fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. So it's not okay. like... I, I didn't I didn't cheat on her. Let me let me make this absolutely clear. Now that I, I guess that was the reason for the question. Right. So I didn't cheat on her. Okay. So 
within that two-year period, that time, I was very, very religious. I was right in front of the church. I was mm. leading praise and worship. I was doing all these things. Mm. So I, I spoke to the pastor yeah. at the time. I spoke to her mom. And that even became part of the problem. The fact that I had told her mom Why, I, and our I, pastor. I, I, I have to stop you there. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is a parent of a child. Yeah. And no matter what you do, a parent will stand up for their child no matter what. Well, Why would you go and tell it? I know. I that, was desperate because she wouldn't let me talk to anybody. And I couldn't tell anyone that I was a married man mm-hmm. with all the problems. Sex, yeah. Yes. For two and a half years with all the problems of marriage and all the stresses of living. You know, living in this country mm-hmm. as a married person with a child and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you're on stage in church singing and dancing, telling other people to be happy and everything's going to be okay. And, and you go down, home, deep down, there's nothing. So see, she had systematically stripped down our sex life to a point where it was zero. zero. Yeah. I didn't know okay. how to approach her because she, she had rejected me so many times. So many times I decided, you know what, I'm not even going to ask you anymore. It's not even worth it. I'm not going to ask for sex at all. So at a point... I wasn't even asking. I'd, I'd stopped. So after two and a half years, this is where it really gets worse. Look at me, choir director in mm. the church. I had an affair with two girls in the choir. This was after two and a half years of no sex. Yeah. I ended up having an affair with two girls in the choir. And she found out. How did she even find out about the first one? Yeah, the first one. So basically, we had gotten to that point where I come home late. She doesn't ask questions. She comes home late. I don't ask questions. And um, one day I came home late Mm. and I was calling the girl to tell Mm. her that, you know, yeah, I'm home and we're just reminiscing all the stuff that Mm -hmm. we had done Mm -hmm. before. And because we don't sleep together, Mm -hmm. my wife and I, she was listening to a conversation behind the door. So you're in the room and she's listening to everything behind the door. Yeah. That is messed up. Yeah. So she heard everything. That is messed up. She heard everything. And um Was she upset? Very she she walked into the room whilst I was still on the phone with the girl and started shouting and screaming. And in my mind, I could understand why she was upset. But then I also was thinking, but you know we have not been doing anything what did you expect like i'm a married man and i can't have my own wife like what what did you think was the outcome of not having sex with me for so long Hmm. well where did you think it was going to go what ultimately in a relationship with no intimacy you are heading for disaster you know and i waited for so long i grew progressively weaker and unable to control my own urges anymore so that even when people had approached me in church people that i would have normally maybe have fobbed off or have just gone down the normal it's just a friendship sort of thing mm. and she just likes me sort of thing you're, you're, you're it, now yeah like, you're okay. now pursuing actively mm. pursuing and this this was the outcome so yeah found out about it so um we we split up and um i actually i actually found myself living with this girl from church Wow. <laughs> the girl had to quit church, you know, because the pastor found out 
it was a just just imagine like you know it was just a complete mess like imagine choir directors having an affair girl has left the church i'm guessing you couldn't be quiet director Wife, no no i couldn't even step in the church you know the rumors and the gossip yeah. and all the nonsense just because of intimacy mm. in marriage you know mm. I, I you know what i still love the girl and um one day i was in bed with the this, new one the yeah. new one mm-hmm. and um this about a month after we had split up mm-hmm. and then she calls me the shani shani calls you yeah shani calls me and she's like we need to talk i didn't even want to pick up the call but the new girl was like oh pick it up pick it up let's hear what she has to say <laughs> biggest mistake of her life <laughs> <laughs> i'm only laughing because it's natural to avoid such a phone call yeah but if someone insists and then it ends up being bad news yeah. what a shame so she picked up the call I picked up the call sorry and um mm-hmm. she was asking that I come back and let's have a conversation. And deep down I loved her. And I but I didn't know how much until we went back home. I sat down with her. We were still married, remember? I hadn't we hadn't divorced Divorce, or anything. Yeah. I was just in an illicit relationship with yeah. someone I shouldn't even have been in a relationship with in the first place. Mm. So we sat down, we talked and um I had a son with her, remember? My mm-hmm. son is at home and he's been crying. He's and old, asking. And, and, and was, how old is he at this point? Right now he's 15. I mean, at that point. Oh, when you had that about, conversation. Six or seven. Okay. Very young. So you could understand that yeah, there was there's a problem somewhere. There was a problem, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, at, this, at that point, um, I, I spoke to the girl um and we and i and she asked me she asked me why why did i do this and i said what did you expect hmm. we've been here for oh, 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 over two years okay i know it was two and a half years because i i actually counted at the point i started counting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, okay night number one no number yeah, two no i was actually counting okay. so i told her it's been over two and a half years yeah and what were you thinking like do you think i don't have any any feelings needs, or yeah. any needs as a man and I told her if I'm going to come back into this relationship with you I need to have it every yes. damn night and it's not well I didn't go that far that would be a bit <laughs> ambitious knowing where <laughs> knowing where I'm coming from but I told her that I cannot be in a relationship yeah. with no sex Yeah, it is not possible mm. okay I tried it and it didn't work you can see look at mm. all the commotion it has caused nearly collapsed the whole church mm. with the scandal so she was like, okay, fine. Um, we need to go for counseling and blah, blah, blah. So I came back, right? Mm. And I'm not even going to tell the story of how the girl on the other side reacted. That's a whole drama it, on its own. Geez, <laughs> God, yeah. Because she was like, she, she, she was like, oh, I finally met my man, although I've taken him from someone else. He's mine. This guy is mine and yeah. he's never going back. And then... Just like that. Just like he's that. He's gone. I've gone. And on, so on that Thanks. side, she is reeling. She's angry. She's bitter. Mm. She wants to kill me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a drama girl. <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, my god! She wants to kill me, you know. <laughs> and then I'm back with my wife. Yeah. So how long were you guys away from each other for? A month? 
Yeah, it was about a couple of weeks, uh, roughly about a month, yeah. Okay, so now you get back? So we get back, we move out from the area, mm-hmm. we leave the church, mm-hmm. kind of put that whole chapter behind yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Move to a new area. And um, first year, everything seems to be okay. Yeah, we're doing it regularly, communication is okay. And then all of a sudden, I see the old things mm. popping up. This time, it looked as if, with hindsight, with all the knowledge I have now about women, mm. I think she was cheating on me, but really? I, could never, I could never prove it. You see, okay. she was coming home very late. And you never asked? Because remember, you're a husband, you can ask the question. Right. I didn't have the moral right to ask. Because you felt I'm the cheater in this scenario. So you are always going to be under the thumb. Exactly. I can't accuse her of things that I... You should say something like, I'm not like you. I mean, but it's a question. Yeah, I never asked. You've been coming home late. Is everything okay? We would all leave home. Like, we'll leave home at six in the morning. Um, I'll be home after work. I'll pick the the kid up. Mm -hmm. By five, six, I'm home. Mm Mm-hmm. She'll come home midnight. Sometimes she'll come home and I wouldn't even see her. She wouldn't come and sleep in the room. I mean, Asani, you could have asked the question, though. You could have asked the question. Even, even though you were in a position of disadvantage. I did, I did better I feel, than that. I feel... Oh, I did? started recording her conversations. With who? <laughs> How and where? So I had a, an iPad, um, which I'll just leave in the room, and it had a recording app on it, where as soon as you start talking... Oh it picks up the God. sound. <laughs> so I had I would come oh, back from work and I'd just i just God. listen to hours and hours of her conversations. There was a guy that she was talking to, okay, who was in America. So I couldn't really, although the conversation was a bit, you know, like I miss you, I miss you, that sort of thing. I couldn't really pin it on him because her lateness, he's he's not even in the country. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Impro- um, yeah. So I, I did everything. I did all my investigations with all the tools I had, you know, from my IT, you know, background. Checked everything. I couldn't find anything. But she was coming home late. We had, she, had, she stopped sleeping in the same room with me. And again, we went for a year. No intimacy again. So we went from loads of intimacy, gradually decline, 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 stop. No intimacy again for one year. And it's at that point I said to myself, you know what? At that point I had complained to my pastor, I had complained to friends, and I said to myself, how long are you going to keep complaining about your circumstances? Okay, this is what this woman is like. She's never going to be totally committed to you. Her work is her priority. Intimacy is an issue. But it's not as big an issue for her. As it no. is for you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big issue for me. And do I want to be in a relationship where I am constantly begging for sex? Is that That's not me. That it, It's demeaning. Do you understand? I mm. mean, why should you be in a relationship where every encounter has to be negotiated or battered or begged or pleaded for or someone who supposedly <laughs> loves you? Why? So I say to myself, listen, you're either going to stay in this and keep your mouth shut 
They don't talk to anybody because that was also becoming part of the problem. Yeah. So many people had heard what was going on. Everybody's asking questions. See, and then, yeah, and you got all these people in your business. Everybody's mm. in your business and that's not cool. Yeah. So I said to myself, you know what? I think I, I, don't, I don't see her changing. Mm-hmm. So either I change and I move on mm-hmm. or, you know, I stay and I keep my mouth shut. And I chose to move on. Because, so one day, because you knew you couldn't keep your mouth shut. I I started planning this, my exit from that relationship. It took me about three months. Or even no, even more. It took me about six months. And all the, the while I was putting together a letter that I was going to give her on the last day. So I was writing this letter patiently day after day. And I was adding incidents that were happening in real time to the document. Jeez. So that by the time that it, it came for me to hand over and leave, I had everything. An emotional register. Yeah, something like that. Mm. So yeah, wrote everything down. One day I, did, I, I started, I looked for a new place, um, new flat, furnished it. You know, we were so out of touch with each other she that didn't she didn't even notice that. that I had packed there was none of my stuff was in the car. I had actually moved everything out for like a week. And she didn't notice. She didn't even notice. Until I put the letter on the the side, um the when you enter the door, there's like a heater yeah. on the right. And I just put the, the letter there. And then I shut the door. And that was it. You know, never looked back. Never looked back. Um What was the reaction when she read the letter? She called you? No. Nothing? She didn't call me. <laughs> Zero. Nothing. She didn't. She never called me. Never never called, cried ex- for an explanation. Absolutely nothing. Never, ever called me. She didn't complain. Not a word was said. The only conversations we've had since that time are conversations about our son. He's in school. What's going on? We need to pick him up. Can you pick him up for me? We Our conversations are only about our son. And that's it. You know, as I'm listening to this, I'm thinking that um, from, from previous experiences and people I've spoken to here, people always drop a hint of a sort as to who they are as an individual. Now let's go back to the time you guys were 15, 16, 17. Yeah. Remember how she always stepped in and out, emotionally available, yeah. unavailable. Yeah. You know, she checked out. Mm. This feels like the same sort of thing happening yeah. in adulthood. Exactly. So, so, so she's being the same person. Yeah, she checked out of the relationship emotionally. You know, um, I I physically left. I remember at some point, um, when when family realized that we had we had split up, there was a lot of pressure for us to go for counseling. Mm. So we actually went for counseling yeah. after I had left mm. for a couple of months. And one of the issues that came up was the fact that she was like, "But you left." I didn't leave. You left. Do you understand? And I kept on telling her that you had checked out of the relationship a long, yeah, time, a long time ago. ago I yeah. was, you, you were just living in the house. <laughs> Nothing was happening. So I left physically, but you had left emotionally a long time and ago. That's what, it, that's what it was easy for her not to follow up after she read the letter. Exactly. She so didn't there was follow nothing up. there to follow up and I mean, check for. Think about it. Yeah. If you love someone and they've left you, at least, bare minimum, you would pick up the phone and go, what's going on? Let's talk about it. I want you, do you understand? You, you would, nothing. I sat there, you, I, I felt we so ex- bad. We're yeah. expecting something though. I was expecting though. something, you know, yeah. you know, I've moved into this, you know, my, my new place, I've moved out, my phone is there. Mm. 
yeah, let's see if she calls me. You know, let's see if we have that conversation. Because maybe deep down, what I was really trying to do was to trigger, to do something to kind of get her attention, see that, look, we're, we're, we're failing. Again, you know, I'm trying to get your attention. I'm reaching out. You're not listening to me, you know. And I did that and she didn't respond. In hindsight, do you regret doing that? No, I don't. Because I've moved on mm. with my life. Um, two and a half years after that, we divorced formally. Mm -hmm. And um, I've moved on. I've I've remarried. I have mm. a child with another a beautiful child. Congratulations. Another beautiful, you know, yeah. younger mm. lady, mm. you know, back in Africa. So I've I've completely moved on away from there. And the, the the only thing I regret is the fact that I didn't leave because I fell out of love with her. That's the sad thing. I never actually fell out of love with this girl. Like I hated. I have no ill feelings towards her. Absolutely none. Apart from the fact that maybe we're not intimate. In mm. many, many respects, she mm. was a really wonderful woman. Just like the name said. Just like the name. Um, and now I understand what you said that you'll explain in yeah, the episode. Yeah, every other aspect of our relationship in terms of her, her intelligence, her hard work, mm. um, her determination, the way... If the two of us were still together, yeah. we would be way better off mm. than where we are separated now. Now she's like a, a director at a, a top company. Now I'm I'm self-employed, running my own business between mm. two countries. We would have been so far. You would have been so a very powerful company. Yeah, a very, very powerful couple. Yeah, absolutely. We would have been so far ahead. And and the, the sad thing is, all the hard work and the investments that maybe she made in my life. And that allowed me to do the things I'm doing now. Mm. Someone else is enjoying those oh, benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's not enjoying she she helped me in the struggle, but now I've gotten to the point where I have a bit of extra. She's nowhere to be found. And that always breaks my heart because I know how much she also invested um, in me. Likewise, I also invested in, you know, in her. So that's those are my regrets. Yeah. You know, but she it, with hindsight, would I have gone back and done everything again? Yeah, she was a wonderful person. Mm -hmm. She's the type of person that um you can she's she was loyal. Um so efficient and how I mean you can trust her to get things done. Do you understand? If if you needed if I needed anything done and I know that I leave it for this girl, mm -hmm. it will be done. Mm -hmm. You know. In, in every aspect of our relationship, she was amazing, you know, except that <laughs> yeah. little intimacy yeah. bit, which continuously escalated yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I guess another lesson is how important intimacy is in relationships and how we shouldn't underestimate what a lack of intimacy can do to both men and women mm -hmm. in a relationship. If you're in a relationship with someone and for whatever reason you don't want, why would you marry someone's son or, or daughter uh, and decide that I will not have sex with you for extended periods of time? You're, you're just throwing that person into a... a, a a pool of temptation. Yeah, a pool and, of temptation. And they're going to sink. Eventually, you know, eventually that's what's going to happen. There is no positive outcome in a relationship where there's no intimacy. Mm. Absolutely none. Mm. Ultimately, it's going to end up in tears. Someone or several people are going to get hurt. So maybe my advice is, yes, people change. Yeah. The people that we knew were not the same. Are not the same. So just whilst you're touching on that, because that was your first lesson, who do you feel changed? Was it you or she changed? We both changed. I'll say 
she was more mature than I was in the beginning. Because when I was, can I use the word, fucking about. <laughs> yeah, when I was in uni, essentially, that's what yeah. I was doing. When I was fucking about, she yeah. wasn't. And mm. she had her head screwed on. She mm. knew what she was. I was just playing like any 25-year-old guy who yeah, thinks yeah. he's handsome and he can have any girl he likes. Mm. So it was just fooling around. And she had her head screwed on. As a result of my stupidity, problems started happening in, in, in our relationship based on my poor life choices when mm. I was in, in uni. So mm. did I change? I think I changed for the better, okay. but it was too late. It was too late, yeah. The, 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 the damage had already been done. And she became, she was matured already, became even more matured mm -hmm. and realized that maybe we're also around the same age group. She was way ahead of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, way ahead of me in terms of maturity, even up to now. Mm -hmm. You know, I think she should have been dating someone about maybe 10, 15 years older than her. That's probably where, you see, where I am now, I could have handled her better in my, when she was in her 30s. Right. If I was where, the mindset I have now. That makes sense. But I wasn't there. I was still a boy. That makes sense. Yeah. Still chasing. Yeah, they do say that women do mature faster than men. Yeah. And I guess this is, you know, sort of manifestation of that yeah. so, school of thought. Yeah. So I think age age is important. Mm. Um, probably marry someone younger than you mm -hmm. because as a man, you're still a bit childish. Um, if you marry a woman who's your age mate, chances are she'll be way more mature than you. And whilst you're still playing games, she's pushing other more important, you know. And by the time you get to where she is, she's long gone. She's long gone. You've lost her, you know. So I lost a gem. Well, for those who've been listening to this particular episode of the podcast, really, really interesting story has come out here from uh, Asani and Shani. Um, people change. The same person that you met from day one might not be the same person that you are with at the time that you're breaking up. And do not forget the importance of intimacy because that is the one chemical connection that keeps you going and that spices things up. You've been listening to The Feeling Station. I'm your host, Tinto, and we will catch you in the next episode. Peace. Ow. Satis on Daru Raini and Jackie's Angel. Tell me what you feel. Now that it's over. Satis on Daru Raini and Jackie's Angel. Let me talk about my feelings. Let me talk about my feelings. Yeah. Rudoy Motor, no talk with Jitiro Amai. Rudoy Motor, no talk with Jitiro Amai.